<laughs> and we're back. We are back. back. It is week four of the Coach Fury cast. Week three, week four, something like that. I think it's week three of the cast, but week four of the season is here and upon us. And we have a very special guest tonight. You know him as Hank Deaton because that's his name. Hank, how are you? I'm doing well, Mike. Happy to be here. We're very happy to have you. And as a reminder to all of you listening, if you ever feel like being on the podcast, let us know. We compensate our guests very well with at least one guaranteed compliment during the show. Uh, Hank, here's your compliment. Patrick Mahomes, great pickup two years ago. Thank you. That's your compliment. Uh, Go ahead. Please speak. It's the nicest thing anybody said to me today. That's good. So I hope everyone out there is having a good week out in listener land. Uh, and we're here to discuss uh, week three results. We got, we're going to talk about everyone's team tonight. Probably going to make fun of most of you. And then we're going to talk about a game of the week, and then we're going to get out of here and hopefully a classic tight 38 minutes is my bet tonight. Uh, most episodes run a shade under that, but I got a feeling we're going to run long tonight. So, uh, I'm, we're here as always too with me, Mike, and Kellen. Kellen, we're going to start things off, though, with a hot question for you. How does it feel? How does it feel to be the only 0-3 team left? The winner of the Jason Shoe Trophy from 2008 when Jason's team started off 0-10. How does it feel to win that award? Uh, I like to have one caveat, Mike, is that... that uh... If I played, I believe I'm getting this right, Don Marshall Hank instead of Marshall Hank Don, I would be 3-0 and right now. Yeah, that's the way so, you come So, saying with, that, absolutely. I, yeah, no, I understand. I understand. You're talking to a guy who's had some very unlucky seasons in the past. Actually, two. Uh, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me because the – that spreadsheet is taking a while to load, but you are having an unlucky season thus far. As I mentioned earlier this week in the group me, you'd be looking at about, you you should be expected to have at least one win by now, if not closer to two. Um, you know, I believe Hank is actually yeah. riding one of the luckier, yeah, Hank's one of the luckier teams well, in the league. Okay. I'll be I barely. Pump the brakes there. Yeah, I'm saying mathematically speaking. Mathematically speaking, you are playing at a rate of about .294 wins above expected, which early in the season doesn't really mean shit. But uh, you're 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 I should say you're middle. You're right where you're supposed to be. So you should have 1.7 wins. You have two. So you and actually you and Luke Benoit have the same exact expected wins. Uh, fun fact for you. Yeah, but Kellen, you are the unluckiest team in the league by. Almost an entire win. I'm fine with it, Mike. the the word The word of the day is fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> well, I didn't uh, have a first round pick, so I'm I'm prepared for whatever the season throws at me. Yeah, same here, and I have a win at least. So, oh, I did. Have, <laughs> did I have a first round pick? I did have a first round pick, but I didn't have rounds. Ha. Didn't have rounds three through anything else. So. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start off with our recap of week three. Week three is in the books. It was a pretty good week. There were some high scores put up last week. Uh, none higher, though, than Niall Williams. Niall's 100 and about 160 points against me was good for first place overall in the league. Also, Niall's highest output of all time. I'll be honest, I had absolutely no answer for anything in this game. Uh, the closest <laughs> thing I had to an answer was Mikal Hardman, who some of you guys shat on me on for drafting. I knew he was gonna be good, um, but yeah, didn't, good pick up. didn't really. He was draft a draft up. pick, for what it's worth. You can go and yeah, look at that. I picked him up in probably the thirteenth round of the draft, um, <laughs> which <laughs> hindsight probably killed me because it's gonna cost me more to keep him now. But. Um, you know, I had, there was no one who was going to answer to 42 out of what, uh, Russell Wilson, who I always call Russell Westbrook on this podcast. Um, Greg Olson's 23 out of nowhere and Austin Hooper's 21 and a half and Dalvin Cook's 22. I said it before and I'll say it again. Niles team, super good. Yeah, yeah. Mike, that's a, uh, it's a dangerous combo of Elliot and Cook and he's got the supporting cast too. 
looking I think, very good. I think the uh, the question here is if Greg Olson's going to stay healthy the full the full season. And I think if Cam Newton comes back, that's going to hurt Greg Olson. Uh, as I said last week, young quarterbacks rely on tight ends a lot more, and uh, Carolina's tight or Carolina's quarterback is a young fella. So I think if Cam Newton comes back, it's going to hurt uh, Niles' team a little bit. But for now, he's looking good. My team, we'll talk about my team if we have to. Running back was a problem until two hours ago when Hank accepted a trade, shipping Kenny Galladay wee off to Hank's team for <laughs> Devin Singletary, as we were discussing in our pre, pre-pod powwow. A rare, completely mutually beneficial trade in this league. I was obviously weak at running back, Hank a little bit on the weaker end and wide receiver, so this is a good trade. Yeah, I'd say I was pleased with it. Um, I was kicking it around in my head for uh, a while because I think what people don't realize is that you actually proposed this a couple weeks ago and yeah. turned it down then. Proposed it then again on a whim today and with a comment saying, I expect you to reject this. Let's talk. <laughs> you know, I uh, I like making those mutually beneficial trades. We're all friends here. so It makes everybody happy. All right, let's jump to our next game. Uh, a game that was, oh, this is this, is that this week? Yeah, that is this week. Oops, wrong page. I was going to say, that game never happened. Uh, Hank, let's go to your game. It was one of the closer games this week. Uh, not the closest, but one of the closer. Uh, you took your first loss of the season to Marshall. Marshall with a good 97.4 and could have left a lot of points on the bench. Your team had a good week, just a tough schedule loss. Yeah, um, I'd say my, my running backs hurt me this week. They're sort of, they were my heart and soul weeks one and two, and uh, they didn't really perform. Man, the uh, the thing that I'm not sure people were paying attention to, though, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to, but this one went right down to the wire, and I had no business being in it. Um, Case Keenum. Yeah, every chance he got, man, he was just turning it over. Yeah, and, that, was, uh, that was the clutchest 14 points I've ever seen. <laughs> I I was actually I was watching the game. I had a chance at winning going into that last drive. I needed an interception from <laughs> right off the bat, and I would have won it. But oh uh, it usually gosh. works. Yeah. Uh, your wow. team. I think your team is still good, but there's there's question marks, obviously. But I think Kenny Galladay is going to shore things up a little bit for you. James yeah. Conner, though, looking like maybe more of a question mark than a positive right now. Although Josh Jacobs is looking like a great pick. What'd you get him in the third round? I think. Yeah, geez, I can't even remember, third or fourth. That was a great pickup, as was Austin Eckler, who's saving you. But the news today out of Los Angeles is that one Melvin Gordon is reporting to camp in the morning. He will not yeah. play week oh. four, but he is reporting to camp. Yeah, not good. Um, Eckler still puts up numbers, Eckler, though. I had him last season, and he put up good numbers for me, yeah. even with well, Gordon being there. Uh, Justin Jackson's been uh, very strong for them too, so he might be he might steal. There's still gonna steal. be yeah. There's gonna be so, something's got to give there. I don't think there's a way you can really have three viable running backs, but two is definitely a possibility. As a lot as a lot of offenses have shown. Uh, let's see. Hey, I think you have a you have good depth on your team. I really like the depth. I think depth, it's gonna go far. Depth wins the WFL. Well, that's that's what I was going for, and I made some trades last year that. Uh, afforded me the ability to get that depth in the draft. So. Well, let's uh, let's jump Smart. to a team that was supposed to have depth, but now finds themselves sitting at a questionable one and two with a couple of hard luck losses, and that's TJ Goldstuff. TJ Goldstuff falling to Matt Trigger by 10 points despite 106-point output from TJ. TJ, as has been mentioned time and time again, was finished with the draft by about round 10 or 11, I think, super early. This was a classic tough, just tough fantasy loss. These are the ones you can't really predict what's going to happen when both teams are putting up good numbers. Yeah, TJ's yeah. been uh, he's been getting killed by Devontae Adams this year. He's not really doing anything. Yeah, Devontae Adams has had a bit of a down year, although the uh, Robinson pickup for Kansas City, Demarcus Robinson, that's a that's a nice little pickup to get him a few points out of his flex right there. And George Kittle hasn't really done classic George Kittle things. You know, I'm not saying getting eight points a week out of your tight end is a bad thing because that's 
better than what a lot of teams are doing. But when you have George Kittle, you're expecting more than eight. I should say more True. than 8.7. But Matt's team yeah. had a good week, and I think Matt's team is going to come down to, like a lot of teams, the running back position. Uh, he scored the points in the New England game with Rex Burkhead. <sighs> Fuck Rex, Rex Burkhead. <laughs> God damn it. Wow, Rex what? Burkhead, he goes off for six games every season, yeah, and then right. nothing the rest of the season. It's, it's like I've Deshaun Jackson. He had his one good game, and he'll be shitty the rest of the season. But Matt still got Julio and Terrell Williams, a good pickup in uh, Oakland. Uh, plus, there's some good stuff on too. his bench. Going into and Will Disley on the bench. Uh, as much as I love starting Jason Witten, because he's 80, but he should really only start Jason Witten against the Giants. Um, so or the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, I'm still not totally sold on Matt's team, but I think it's. I think his team is better than he thinks it is. Which is weird. Oh, cool. Here's a sidebar for everybody. The Republican Party just texted me. Democrats are now impeaching President Trump and they're five times matching all patriots who stand with Trump for the next two hours. Oh, Mike, I get I get the RNC emails and they are fantastic. If you oh. know, this is this impeachment isn't about Trump. It's about the hardworking Americans yeah, that the Democrats it, are trying to silence. Yeah, it's classic. Not, not to get too political in the WFL podcast, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I get RNC emails, too, and they are low-key super funny. Uh, <laughs> someone else pick a game. Let's go to... Uh, let's go to Luke Benoit, pulling off a good one against Talib. Yeah, let's do that one. Talib's team... I think he's falling into a classic Talib blunder. Of he's gonna have his one good win, and he'll find a way to win probably three more games this season. Um, this is Talib's best team that he's ever had, and he's still gonna win four games. Yeah. Hey, credit to Talib this week though. A hundred percent coach rating. Yeah, well that is that is good. Uh, that is not, no, this, that's not our contest this week. Our contest this week, I think is high tight end. Uh, my personal favorite. Yes. Um, so if it's not going to be highest bench or highest kicker in defense, it might as well be high tight end. Uh, yeah, he did have that hundred percent coach rating, which is usually something Talib doesn't do or does. And his hundred percent coach rating is like four, four <laughs> points. But, um, Joe Flacco not getting it done, and yeah. his second-round draft pick of a keeper of Cam Newton is out for six to eight weeks. So, this really? will be fun for Talib. I think someone in this league also already picked up the hero of our time, Dan the Man Jones, Steely Dan. Dude. Uh, Did you watch the game? Of course I watched the game. I had money riding oh, on the game. <laughs> you could get great odds going into that game because the Giants had no reason winning it. Uh, and I think, I think we also have learned from Talib's team that Sammy Watkins is not going to put up 40 points a week. On the other hand, Luke's team was pretty good this week. Not great. Dude, he could have had receiver. more. Could have had a lot more. Could have had 20 more points. Um, if he had started Sterling Shepard, which I'm honestly surprised he didn't. Uh, I know Luke's a big Giants fan. Would have guessed that you're you're pulling that trigger even with a rookie running back. Or a rookie, yeah, rookie quarterback, not running back. Um, well, the Giants don't have a running back now. So, that's cool. Um, but I think Luke's running backs are both, both had a pretty good week. Obviously, Melvin Ingram is not going to put up 33 a week. But between that and Wentz, you know, that's a pretty good start. That's 52 points out of two players. So, 54. I can't do math. So, Luke's team is something to watch out for in that division. Good what? team. Good team. Good team. What games do we have left to look at? We have... Oh, Kellen, are you ready to relive it? Yeah, might as well. Are you ready to discuss all the ways you could have won this game? <laughs> I'm just going to say that I had Trey Burton on Monday night, and he got me four. a big 
four receptions for 20 yards. He got you, he a, he got you about as few points as four receptions can get you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you get one more of those five-yard catches. It's a whole different ballgame. Uh, you win. So, but there were a lot of things that could have gone better for your team. But, I mean, credit to you, you... Your optimum barely would have won. So you were close there. Uh, right. Don's team, I still don't think is great. But that's just me. Coming from my high 1-2 and two tower. Uh, you know, I think Don's team, there's question marks at running back. As I'm going to say that about pretty much every team. Uh, and DJ Moore is a big old question mark there at wide receiver. Yes, he had 15 points, which looks great, but then you look at that stat line that it was one catch for 64 yards and a touchdown. That's hard to replace. He also has my least favorite fucking player in the NFL, Cole Beasley. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice game, though. Cole Beasley had a nice little Cole Beasley game, putting up eight (laughs) completely forgettable catches for a totally... Unenjoyable 48 yards. Uh, Frank Gore had a good week being the number one guy in Buffalo, too. Buffalo, big game this week against New England. Huge game. Uh, I low-key hope the Patriots kick the living shit out of the Bills. Bills fans around no, here... Really Bills fans around here are getting too uppity. Gotta Uh-oh. knock him down a peg. Just like Maryland knocked SU down a peg, we need the Patriots <laughs> to knock the Bills fans down a peg. Yeah, great analogy there, by the way. I thought so. We're, go- <laughs> we're coming back. We got a big game against Holy Cross this weekend. So, look out. Go Orange. Uh, I think we only got a couple games left this week to discuss. We have Ethan Strayer losing to B-Balls. Even though B-Balls started a running back who didn't have points? Yeah, didn't play. Wow. Credit to B-Balls for winning a game, getting a combined 1.3 points out of running backs. Uh, Probably came at the right time with Saquon Barkley going down. Uh, (sighs) This was a weird game. Because B-Balls could have had, obviously, a better week, but not a lot better. This was just a weird game that, like, looking at the score sheet, it doesn't feel like B-Balls should have won by 30 points. Yeah, I feel you. This is also a classic WFL game where neither team has any output from their running backs. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, uh, really? This this might be a low point in that, though. This is, yeah. by my math, it's at 7.4 points from running backs. Plus... Yep. Really, if we want to really spread this out a little bit, you can toss in another 2.6 there combined from Sanders and Hawkinson. Uh, You're right, this is truly a classic WFL game that doesn't feel like it should have been this high scoring. Deshaun Watson did have a great game in Houston, as did Tyler Lockett for Seattle. I kind of missed that one. How the fuck did he put up? Jesus. Totally missed that one. Oh. Michael Thomas a little bit down this year, especially with Drew Brees. Mentioned it last week. And Strayer's going to struggle without Saquon Barkley because, you know, there already weren't enough running backs in this league. So what's one less? So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, hey, real quick, major pickup from B-Balls for the, before this game, yeah, too. He snagged Gallman. Imagine, imagine going into this game starting Wayne Gallman. Yeah. <laughs> if you told me B-Pauls' running backs were going to be Damian Williams, who wasn't going to play, and they announced that on, like, Thursday, and Wayne Gallman, and you told me he was going to win by 25 points, I'd laugh at you. Mike, like you said, love him or hate him, B-Paul has, he has some management skills. He uh, does. He's working right now. He does. So, uh, and See our last... Oh, go ahead. I think we have two more. Do we? I thought we only had one, by my count. Yeah. Uh, one. Oh, we do have two left. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Evan getting his shit kicked in. Uh, this was a Evan, with a, Evan with a tough love loss at 114 points and a loser. Um, and Luke with 130. The real question, is Luke Olsen not going to Luke Olsen this year? 
We I keep on flip-flopping. If, if, you know, does Luke Olsen finally have the depth to survive being Luke Olsen? I don't know. I just don't know. If he does, this team is really good. Yeah, uh, I mean, Mixon's been, he was cool the first couple games. Uh, he had a nice game this week. I think if he keeps reforming, then this team is going to be... Dangerous. Uh, that said, I think Evan's team is pretty good. Probably just weak at quarterback. Uh, but that's honestly the place where you can live with a little bit of a deficiency. But he made a he made a trade too yeah. this week, which I certainly shat what on him think? for, uh, because I definitely offered him a better trade <laughs> for the same <laughs> people. Um, but that's besides the point. I absolutely hate that trade for Evan. Uh, if you guys yeah, aren't familiar with the I... trade, Evan is trading away Marlon Mack and Chris uh, Herndon and an eighth-round pick for Kareem Hunt, Darren Waller, and a fourth-round pick. Uh, I don't really know what this trade was supposed to accomplish, uh, trading suspended players around. I know Chris Herndon's coming back in, like, two weeks. Uh, I'm surprised B-Paul's parted ways with Darren Waller. He's been a pretty hot commodity this season in a yeah, lot of leagues. So high. Um, and I'm equally surprised that uh, that's all it costs to get Marlon Mack, who's having a great year. Yeah, Mike, my, uh, my thought is that uh, Mack's having a great year. Ev must just not have a lot of trust in him. Slash have, he has yeah. a lot of depth, too. Trying to so, sell like, high, he perhaps. Can't, yeah, and then possibly banking a fourth-round pick for last year if he's really confident to Plus try Kareem to post a back-and-back. Back. Yeah, I don't know. And he, yeah, he must have confidence in Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, Ev could be trying to set up the uh, the back-to-back winning seasons, could possibly. Could the dynasty. I know Evan has had a bit of a rough run of things in the past couple of years, at least compared to his standard... Evan Konsowicz shit. His his mega lead has collapsed into only a lead. Yeah. For what it's worth. I mean, he's going for it. He is, uh, which is good. And, uh, you know, I, I, we fortunately in our league do not have a problem with tanking. I am, I am a part of a league where tanking is a pretty big issue that we've had to create some real anti-tanking rules. Um, for the rest of Evan... Evan never had a losing season before 2017 and has had two in a row now. Uh, I take that back. Evan had one losing season before 2017 and has had two in a row. So, hard to believe Evan won at least nine games for six straight years. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And... Talib has only won 18 games ever. Uh, and now I do know we have one last game left because I thought we only had one left because I forgot about the other one. And this was a pretty just forgettable matchup. Jason Shu getting a really shitty win. Uh, Jason Shu pulling a win out of his ass despite only beating three teams. This is a pure luck win. Uh, I've said it before. A couple weeks ago, I don't think a mods team is very good. Um, so, I don't think this really this game really tells us anything other than that perhaps both of these teams are kind of forgettable. Uh, anyone have a comment on this game, or do we just move on? <laughs> uh, yeah, not too many good performances. I'd I'd say uh, Shady won it. Oh wait, Shady lost. <laughs> I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was looking down this list. I'm like, how the fuck did Ahmad lose this game? He had, you know, Shady. He had a pretty good game for Matt Ryan. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Christian Kirk had 11. <laughs> like, 11 points. was the, Like, Christian Kirk putting up 11 to Amendola's 6 was essentially the difference in this game. Yeah. What a <laughs> shitty, forgettable game. All right. Let's move <laughs> on. To our feature presentation of the evening. Our feature presentation tonight 
we're going to do something that has probably been long overdue in this league, considering a lot of people don't change these often. We're going to shit on people's team names tonight. So, how this is going to work, we are going to go through each team's name tonight. Just your name, not, not talking about your players, not talking about anything that has anything to do with anything, except maybe inspire a few of you to change your team names. Because I know there's at least two, three on here that haven't changed their team name in like five years. So, uh, let's start. So how we're going to do this, each of us is going to give a score 1 to 10. That work for everyone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can use whatever system you want. At the end of the day, we will... Average them up, and we will give a ranking of our team names. And let's see. Kellen, pick who we're going to start with. Uh, so right now I'm in league and then leader. Well, if you guys are on the app, I don't know if you got this, but I'm going to go down the row with uh, most points four right now. Okay. Uh, okay. I can starts with Nile. 30 to 50 feral hogs. That's that a good way to go. Hold on yard. one second. I'm setting the spreadsheet still. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll read. I'll read the name slowly because this one's so long. I think yeah. thirty to fifty feral hogs that run into your yard within three to five minutes while <laughs> your small kids play. All right. Uh, well, what do we like about this name? I like that it was based off of a meme that was funny for like an hour. Uh, very topical at the time. He changed it. That's for sure. Yeah, I had the same thought. Um, I, just an incredible internet moment, but uh, I don't know if we'll be thinking about that at the end of the season. For those of you who are not honest, aware I... of this weird <laughs> internet that. thing that started, ready for this, somehow two months ago. So country music singer Jason Isbell tweeted... If you're here arguing the definition of assault weapon today, you are part of the problem. You know what an assault weapon is, and you don't need one. We're not going to talk about anything related to it, except for a response from Willie McNabb, who tweeted out, quote, Legit question for rural Americans. How do I kill the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play? You know... I hate it when that happens. It happens too often. <laughs> but this was this really for some reason just blew the fuck up on the internet and led to a bunch of memes and jokes including Niles team name. So I uh I roll with a two-part system when it comes to grading team names. I go with originality/creativity and relevance. Now this one, um, I have dropped down to about a three in terms of relevance, and also about a four in terms of creativity, because I feel like this was not all that creative. So I'm going to give Niall's team a four here. Mike, I uh, I am very uh, different in my rating scheme. I'm off-the-cuff gut reaction, Okay. and uh, that rationale makes it more funny. I'm going to give it a seven. Giving a seven, okay. And let's see. I'm I'm going in between you guys. I I like this name. I just don't think it has the staying power. I'm going with a six. A six. All right. So that gives Niall a rank of an average of five point six, uh, which for the time being is first place. He's one out of one right now. Yeah. So. Well done. Can't take that away. One-time hey. first-place person. All right. Next up. So next up, who is next on our list of leaders? I have it's Hank. A... We got Fat Mahomes and the Riverboat Gramblers. Uh, Hank, give us your own rating on your team. Uh, you know, uh, I think this. I think this name is all right. I think I could have done a little bit better. Also, could have done a little bit worse. Um, I'm going with a ten. Classic. Uh, my system puts you at a six. I give you an. Hank, I think. 
I give you a seven for uh, relevance and a five for creativity because I am in a league with someone else whose team name is Fat Mahomes. Really? So a six. It's a classic joke, you know. It is. It's relevant though because at least you have him. Yep. That guy doesn't. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, Hank, this is topical. Uh, I'll give it a eight. All right, that bumps Hank in with an average of eight. That puts him in first place right now. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Talib. All's not well that ba- all's well that's not Boswell. <laughs> I hate this name. <laughs> it is difficult to pronounce. It is based off the fact that Talib lost a game because Chris Boswell missed a kick last season. Why you would choose to immortalize a loss as your team name, I don't know. It's also the wrong way to say that expression, which is all's well that ends well. (laughs) I hate this team name, and thus am giving it a two. Well, Mike... I'm going to disagree with you wholeheartedly. It's fine. For basically every reason that you hate this team, I love it. Um, I myself consider, you know, I'm a big hater. And sorry, my roommate's bugging me. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big hater. I hate Duke, and I just love to see this raw, unfiltered hate. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm going with a seven. A seven. Kel, Mike, I'm on your side. I'm gonna go three. Three. <laughs> I'm saying. That puts him in, uh, what the, oh, I forgot to, that's why it's not working. I forgot to put my, um, dollar signs in the formula, hence why everybody was in first place. There we go. All right, that puts Todd with an average of four, giving him third place right now. All right, next up, in terms of points, four is me? How the fuck did that happen? (laughs) holy shit alright I'm gonna give the rationale behind my team name if it's not obvious before I give myself a 10 um my team was not supposed to be very good and most of my wide receivers are what some in the fantasy world call lottery tickets Mecole Hardman total lottery ticket might not be very good in any given week but can also go off for fucking 25 points Terry McLaurin was a big ol' lottery ticket that nobody knew was going to do anything this year, except for my friend who works for the Minnesota Vikings. No, he's not Lizzo's new man. Don't even ask. Um, And John Ross, also a bit of a lottery ticket. No one really knew what he was going to get. So I obviously had to immortalize the greatest single lottery caller in the history of the lottery, which is Yolanda Vega. And that's my team's name. Wait, you didn't say her name right. Yolanda Vega! There it is. <laughs> so what's your what's your score, Mike? Obviously a ten. I'm assuming you're gonna give yourself a ten too, Kellen. Uh, we'll see when it comes to it. Okay, I'll give you an eight, Mike. Thank you. I like it. Yeah, I'm going with a nine. I, Mike, I was a big fan of this one. Thank you. I I've gotten a couple of text messages about this team name too. It's a quality name that puts me in first place. Uh, I've bounced around between a few team names this year. But this is the one that stuck. So, next up on the list, we have A, B, C, D, E, F, C. Uh, <laughs> this one's really just kind of middle of the ground for me. It doesn't really do anything in a positive or a negative direction for me. Um, you know, I think it's it's a sturdy name. It's durable. It would survive a Category 1 hurricane. But if you give it a Category 2, maybe not. Uh, I'm going to give it a 5. Mike, uh, I mean, I should be saying this to Luke. That said, uh, actually, before offense, I continue, this... Luke hasn't changed his team name in like two or three years, so I'm going to knock him down to a four. I I think this name's abysmal, Mike. It's not. We're not playing soccer. True. I guess I understand we're playing football, not football. Why, why do you have a football club? It's the alphabet, too. I, I give it a one. A one? Who? Fight the words. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm pretty disappointed in this team name as well. I I can't prove this, but I feel like this is one that you find online. Yeah, and this sounds like an online name. Yep, for that reason I'm going to. Okay. Uh by the way, I'm also keeping track of which one of the us is the most generous 
and uh, most hating. So we'll have right. a lot of numbers going on. Um, all right, who's next? We got the Groovy Nezzies from Evan. I have never liked this Evan's team names for a few reasons. One is that he doesn't use goddamn punctuation. He needs an apostrophe <laughs> in there. And he's always needed an apostrophe in there. Um, but, uh, it's fine. It's always been his team since way back in 2008. It's annoying when he puts the two in it after winning a title. I'm going to give it a five because I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I agree, Mike. I'm giving it a five too. Appreciate the dynasty, but it's kind of annoying. At also, the not time. to mention it hasn't been a dynasty in late years. As we've mentioned, Evan has only Correct. won 12 games, including playoffs. Uh, not counting this year, but he's he won six games in 17 and six games in 18. So yeah, maybe it's time to move on. Um, so I'm kind of surprised here. I'm I'm going to disagree with both you guys. I love this team. I love the way it, I feel like it's got the right amount of the mix of uh, like history, and he changes it up every year, keeps it uh, keeps it active. I'm going with a ten. This is my favorite team 10, name. That's your league. favorite one. Wow. Yes. All right. That's an honest up. ten as well. Uh, okay, that's a that's a that's a real like ten. That also puts Hank's ratings way above ours. <laughs> Hank is now giving out on average a seven point three. Which really means, Luke, that really means your team name must be trash. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to pump guys up for when I uh, send them absurd trade requests. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, next up we got Stray Cat. I like this one. It's simple, it's easy, although hasn't changed it since he's been in the league. It's simple, though, and it works for Strayer. It was always his nickname, and it also kind of makes sense as a team name. I'm going to give it a 6. I'm going to give it a seven, Mike, for all the reasons you just named. Um, so I'm once again going to disagree. I I don't hate this team name, but I think it really it could have used an S at the end. Uh, that's fair. I, I, could have, that. I would have liked to see Stray Cats, you know and You're for right. that reason, I'm going with a four. Because of that, I'm going to drop mine down to a five. Hank, you had a four on that? Yes. Just making sure. That puts him in fifth place right now. Um, all right, next up, Luke Olsen, couch surfing. He's been couch surfing for a while now. Eh, it's bland, it's boring. I think Luke Olsen could do a lot better. He's a music guy. He's one of those creative minds. He also works in advertising, as far as I know. This could be a lot better. Um, and I do, for his sake, wish it was. Uh, I'm going to go with a four for this. Uh, a three after the drop down for the not changing it. Yeah, Mike, I'll give it a five. Uh, it's the word of the day. It's fine. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. Is there a reference here? To no. Something? No, no, I think it's just him. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm going five. I, You know, it's kind of weird. Some teams that... Uh, some team names that haven't changed, I like, and some I hate, and this one I'm I kind of like. So just neutral we'll on it. Yeah, I'm very yeah, intrigued as to what our most neutral. polarizing one is going to be, because uh, we really haven't had anything that's too too polarizing yet. Um, all right, Kellen, you are up, my friend. <laughs> yes, spicy as nuggets. As you guys know, every year I do it after a uh, fast food burger or cuisine and uh this year it's the king it's the spicy nuggets uh i'm giving myself an eight an eight I, you're humble i think i'm clever okay well i think you're a fucking sellout <laughs> um i think you're trying to sell us chicken and burgers and it's bullshit um you've had some good ones in the past i liked georgia gold that was a good choice um, but this one's not your best. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, and a big old point of that is because you change it every year. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of this team, this team name. I, uh, I saw he updated it and then I promptly went out and got some spicy chicken nuggets from Wendy's and they were pretty good. So, um, I'm going. I'm going eight. I would have gone nine if 
his team was actually back like the spicy nuggets are. Oh, did 0-3. Knocked down a point. So close. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have nothing but a Jimmy G thing, baby, from B-Pauls. Uh, this was a, also a likely internet find that was remotely funny when he had Jimmy Garoppolo on his team. Uh, but now that he doesn't, that also knocks it down a point, and we get to knock down a point for a reused name, which leaves us with two from Mike. Oh, Mike, I'll give it a four. Same thing, not relevant. Uh, you guys are far too kind. This name sucks. Uh, <laughs> this is this is honestly, I think it's offensive to the uh, rest of the team me- or league members. Um, I'm going zero. Zero on a one yeah. to ten wow. scale. Yeah, this name sucks. Bumps him. Uh, that puts that puts Beepals in last place. Puts Beepals in last place with an average score of two. Uh, below Luke Benoit's two point three. All right, next up we got Golden Richards. Uh, I like the reference because it's a funny movie. I Love You Man is a good movie. It's funny. Um, that being said, the movie is ten years old now. That being said, this has been his team name for seven years now. Probably since we were seniors in high school, uh, which was like eight years ago now. So, uh, for those reasons, he's getting a three from me. Wasn't Jason's first team name Team Shoebox? Or it sure was. Like team Shoebox, team bad team. <laughs> I wish you'd go right. back to that, to be honest. That Love was, it. like, funny. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I like this name. I think it's clever. I think it's it's funny describing the Richards as golden. I didn't. See, I haven't right. seen the movie. I need to see it. Why haven't you seen? I love you, man. I I don't know. I don't see a lot of movies. Fair enough. Right. I give it a seven. Seven. Yeah, I'm going six. I think six. this team this Fair team name is Jason. So. Fair enough. All right. I I have a feeling. I think I know what might come in last place on ours. And I'm not sure we've gotten there yet. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And it's not TJ Goldstaff's Super Bloomin' Onion. Super Bloomin' Onion. I'm believing this is related to the Outback Steakhouse menu item, the Bloomin' Onion. Which is generally a terrible food for you. Um, The logo also doesn't make any sense. He never changed his logo from last season. Not many people use logos in this league. And it's very disappointing. I wish more people would. Hard agree. Uh, agree. You know, we're we're three members of the logo coalition here. Uh, I do wish more people would use logos. That's a call out to the most of you that don't. Um, this is a fine name. It's boring, but it's fine. Like I, I guess it's a five for me. It's just kind of boring. Maybe even a. F- I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Oh, half points. I'll, I'll give it a four and a half to Mike. All right. It's fine. I'm going... I'm going five. A little bit higher. Going five. I, yeah, like I, was, I thought about a five for a little bit there, but decided against it. That puts yeah. TJ right in the middle. Puts him in eighth place. So, uh, let's see. Who's next? We got Scarlett Berhansen. I hate this name. Always <laughs> have. Always will. This one gets a one from me. <laughs> Gotta be honest, oh. it's dumb. Yeah, Mike, right there with you. Um, Marshall, hey, change Marshall. your name. Hey, Marshall, 2009 called. They want their jokes back. Uh, Boom roast. Try like Woody Allen called, and he wants his jokes back. <laughs> All right, Kellen, what do you have? I kind of like it. I'm gonna give it a six. A six? <laughs> That's no rationale. Despite two ones, because of Kellen's inexplicable six, with no words added to it, that puts him in 11th out of 13 right now. Mike, can we look into it? I think Kellen might have Marshall on his schedule in the next coming weeks. possible. Entirely possible. All right. Uh, I think the last three are fitting, because I don't like any of these. Uh, Next, we're going to go to a mod... 
Ice Cold the Tundra. At least he added something this year. It was a stupid name, and he's always been stupid. And whenever you ask him, why is that your team name for everything? He'll never give you an answer. Two. <laughs> Mike, for all the reasons you hate it, I love it. I love the colon and the addition of the Tundra. I'm giving this a 10. I do like the logo. Yeah, Ice T. <laughs> so... Or Ice Cube, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to up my rating to a three. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with Kellen on this one. The, uh, I love the update. Uh, kind of similar to Evan's team, the way he updated I like that. And then I just like how Ahmad's committed to the Ice brand. So uh, he's got his the Iceman username. So for that reason, I'm going nine. Nine, all right. Puts him up to third place. Uh, next up, we have Donald Withers, insert polite name here. Do you guys know the story behind this one? I do not. No. I, yeah. So I thought for, it was... Go ahead. Are you about to tell it? I was going to, yeah. Go for it. For years, his team's name was Go Ahead, Make My Ray, which was either in reference to Ray Rice or Ray Lewis, both of whom are notoriously not great people. Uh, to which I started a campaign probably five years ago, uh, really shitting on him for this usage, uh, and he eventually changed it after I think we just started dumping on him enough that he eventually just changed it to insert polite name here. That's the story. So it's almost like a troll. Yeah, like. so, like, whatever, fine. I mean, I, I guess it's okay. Like, he'll get a three out to two out of me, I guess. It's boring, and I'm essentially in a league with, like, three other people like this. I'll give it a four. Four Slightly below average, but it's, it's fine. Um, I'm kind of right, I'm right there with you guys, but, uh, I do want to give Don credit for not using any foul language. Oh, um, we, foul. we have not made a duck joke on this podcast in almost two years now. We've been good. Uh, not a joke, not a joke. I was, I don't know what you're talking okay. about. But, uh, so what, what do you, what are you tossing him? I'm giving him a six. A six? Yeah, because okay. he's for the kids. Keeping it clean. All right, and finally, our last one before our grand scheme rankings. Matt Trigger, Alex Jones is my dad. Why don't one of you guys start it off with this one? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I actually, I spoke to Matt about this, and he said this is a political statement, and uh, it's his endorsement of Alex Jones. Oh boy. And for that type of bravery, I'm, uh, I'm not going to give him any credit, and I'll give him a three. A three? <laughs> Kel? Yeah, I'm with you, Hank. I'll give him a two. Two? Yeah, I'm giving him a one. It's dumb. And also, the logo doesn't have anything to do with anything. So, oh boy. So the final results are in. We'll start with our scoring results. Apparently, I was wicked mean. Um, although, I, uh, I on average gave a 3.7. <laughs> Hank, you gave a 5.68. Kellen, you gave a 5.59, and weirdly, our scores averaged out to exactly 5. Just weirdly mm -hmm. enough, we averaged out to exactly a 5, which is what you'd expect from this type of thing. So, alright, drum roll, please. We have a two-way tie for last place that we're going to have to break. Because we can't let that happen. Um, we have a two-way tie between Matt Trigger and B-Pauls for last. Oh, B-Pauls. Get yeah. to the lower vote. Yeah, so B-Pauls, congratulations. You are the 16th ranked team name by virtue of having a zero in your vote total. Uh, which puts Matt Trigger, Matt Trigger in 15th, Luke Benoit 14th, Marshall 13th, a tie for 11th between uh, Talib and Don. 10th place, Luke Olson. 9th, TJ. A tie for 7th with Strayer and Jason. Niall in 6th. A tie between the Twins at 4th. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And actually, if we're going by that up. same logic, uh, Kellen, you not giving yourself a 10 cost you that, that title. <laughs> it's meant to be, Mike. Um, so, uh, Ahmad's team in third, despite my reservations. Hank, you took second, which means I took first place in this vote. It's rigged. Well, Weird. Well done, guys. Yeah, well, look at that. Three top five <laughs> finishers right here in front of you. Yeah. What are the chances? What are the odds of that working out? <laughs> what are the odds? So, all right, guys, before we get going for the night. So, yeah, so if you came in, like, the bottom half of that, or if you heard any good recommendations, please change your team name. We are listening, and there will be penalties. I don't know what they are yet, but there will be penalties. Um, Kellen, why do you lead us into the game of the week this week? Game of the week? Is it the one I decided on? I suggested? Yes. Oh, okay. It is of two heavily contentious opponents that face off in this first week of non-divisional games. Ooh, it is not conference play. It is the worst name of the week. Nothing but a Jimmy G thing versus the best name. You'll the classic one versus 16 game. <laughs> This is an interesting Old game here two. that I have no faith in winning. One um, team will make it to 500. Because B-Pauls is going to have a running back after his trade. Um, you know, whether or not Dame Williams plays, he's got Marlon Mack now, which is going to make things hard. Um, you know, I have I have Mikol Hardman, which is fine, and scary Terry McLaurin, who's been good. Uh, B-Pauls tried to give me starving Marvin Jones in a trade, and it didn't work out. Uh, I think B. Pauls is going to win this game by 12. Yeah, I like Mike. By five. It'll be close. I think it'll be close as well. I think you're gonna you're gonna have to worry that as soon as his players catch wind of this this yeah. episode and hear about the ratings, that he, they're going to be uh, he's going to get gonna them hyped up. Out there. Or yeah. maybe he'll change his team name. Honestly, if B. Pauls changed his team name, it might be worth the loss. Might be worth the trade-off. So, uh, on that note, guys, it's been fun. It was a lot longer than our expected tight 38 minutes, but that's okay. Uh, So, thank you guys for hanging out. Hank, thanks for coming on. You are a welcome guest anytime you wish to come on, as is anybody out there in Furyland who is listening. Uh, Anyone got a word of advice to uh, sign us off on tonight? Hey, do the pleasures. Uh, you know, let's see. I'm I'm just really happy that I got to come on here. Um, I will say, if anybody has any criticism, please uh, direct it to B Pauls. He's collecting that for me, and then yeah, he'll give me a just, summary. Just DM um, B, DM B Pauls on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. Um, and hey, great day to be a warrior. Great day to be alive, boys. All right, fellas. The word of the day is fine, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This was a better than fine episode of the Coach Fury Cast. But signing off. For Kellen and for Hank, this is Mike. Hope you guys have a good week, and we will all talk next Wednesday night. Bye-bye now.